This is Father Drew Curry from Most Precious Blood Parish in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And Father Matthew Coonan from St. Therese and St. Henry Parishes here in Fort Wayne also to open up with you today our upcoming Sunday's Gospel passage. Uh, and so here, the fifth week of Lent, March 21st, continue with the Gospel of John. Uh, and we're just going to read kind of a center portion here of Jesus' words. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Amen, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will my servant be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. I am troubled now. Yet what should I say? Father, save me from this hour. But it was for this purpose that I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. The gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. So there's a little more uh, before and after that for our passage this weekend, but we wanted to focus in just on this portion about losing our life by giving, gaining our life by giving it to the Lord, by serving him, following him, and really identifying with him as well. Uh, I love the line there where... (laughs) Uh, I am troubled now, <laughs> yet what should I say? Father, save me from this hour. But it was for this purpose that I came to this hour. Uh, just what an important perspective, especially <laughs> during times of pandemic, <laughs> for us to maintain kind of that sober reality that we have been brought to this hour by the Lord and that he knew this day would come. And I, I was preaching that left and right at St. Vincent's and Elkhart at my previous parish. I, mm-hmm. I continued to say that, you know, the Lord knew this day would come. He knew these things would happen. And so what do we do then? We don't just say like, well, save us from this hour. I mean, we do appeal for his salvation, right? But ultimately you say like, like, Lord be with us. And how do I live well in this moment that I've been yeah. given? I mean, if we look at history or if we just look at some cultures currently in the world, they're always going through times of trouble. Yeah. Like times right. of trouble, you know, have been going on since Adam and Eve sinned. Uh, we just happen to live in this area of the world at this time in a, in a time of um, great surplus and, and wealth. We can tend to think that like somehow God created us for this ideal time of money and homes and traveling Com- sports comfort, and comfort security. and doing what we want. And somehow that was exactly how God wanted it. And yeah. the Lord does want us to have like he good does, lives. Yeah. Yes. He wants he wants peace. He yes. wants he wants us to flourish, of course. Yes. But it's not just about the accumulation of these things and try to make like heaven on earth a utopia mentality, right? Well, kind of well, I, what I'm probably trying to say is we shouldn't have this idea that we can only be happy if we're in that type of a, mm, a okay. time. Yeah. Okay. And that and that um no matter what time we're in is a time where we can find happiness by living the life of Christ. Right. So uh, one suggestion that I suppose would be to recognize that despite whatever circumstances you might have, and and again, in this time, it could be not just uh, like economic pressure or not just the inconveniences of mask wearing or other things that social distancing requires in different businesses or the hardships upon certain businesses or things like that, or some businesses, I mean, completely lost everything, but, uh, but as well, I mean, sickness, death in families. I mean, there's, there's lots of hardships that are happening in different ways. So everybody's been touched in some way by the pandemic, but to recognize that regardless 
of what way you have been touched to recognize that God knew this day would come and he wants to walk with you through it. And so we need to have a perspective of, okay, this is the moment for the Lord to be glorified in me. So just the Father glorify your name so that living in union with Christ, we can glorify God. And so not to, I guess I guess I want to say too, is not to have like a complaining type mentality, right? Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, darn it, this is happening. And, and we get more focused on the negative versus recognizing that, okay, God knew this day would come. So, well, don't complain about it even though there's hardship and you want to take that to the Lord. So give, give your concerns, your worries to the Lord, complain to him in a sense, you know, but, but not to live with this like perspective of like complaining frustration, but rather to say, okay, well, yeah, it's hard, but how can God's name be glorified in me now? So that living community of Christ, like you mentioned. Yes. And I mean, I think it's interesting. We didn't read this, but it, it, we skipped over this part when we read the gospel, but the idea was the Greek people who symbolize the world come and they say, we would like to see Jesus. Yeah, they go to Philip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so the idea there is really just like back then is uh, how it is now. In in a time of pandemic or at any time, the world wants to see Jesus. And so we as Christians shouldn't really walk around like with what you're saying, with a grumbling heart, with a complaining heart, just waiting for this to kind of get over and start life again in a year or something. No, the world wants to see Jesus, and we are called to be Jesus, and we're called to be his light and his power in this time. So instead of kind of having a reactionary spirit uh, to the current situation um, in, in negativity, we're just to kind of stand in in sonship, uh, daughterhood of the Father, and be Christ, be light, be power, be a source of renewal for people. Yeah, when I... I uh, had my transfer in this past June in the midst of the pandemic. Uh, I remember thinking too, so again, I'd been kind of preaching this theme, like the Lord knew this day would come. Uh, so like when we had first communions and it had to be done a little differently, certain plans had to change because you couldn't necessarily have receptions and things like that, you know, groups of people. So there were lots of inconveniences and just even my departure, having to leave and not seeing many, many of the people that I served for nine years, like that was really hard on my heart. And um, yeah, there were a lot of people I did not get a chance to say farewell to. And uh, I remember thinking as well, like, you know, I don't want to just like get through this. You know, you kind of like, if you think about like roll, riding a roller coaster and you're like holding on for dear life, don't you just get through it? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, you're like you're grinding your teeth, just getting through yeah. it. Like, I don't want to just like survive this mm-hmm. transition. I want to flourish through this transition, yeah. you know? And so with the pandemic, however it touches you, you know, to, to think of that perspective, not just like the, oh, darn, this is happening. I, well, I just got to like yeah. hunker down and get through it versus when I live in union with Christ, actually I can flourish. And so the grain of the wheat that falls to the ground and dies bears fruit, right? And so yeah. when we are able to enter into the passion and death of Christ in this moment, in the now, then boom, it can flourish, not just get through. And I that reminds me of, I think when I was about to enter seminary, when a priest said to me, or maybe I was in seminary or something, he said, you can't go around the cross. You have to go through the cross, which uh, I think really fits what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go through the cross. Um, instead, instead of saying, well, we're just going to, you know, just kind of complain about this for another year and We'll, we'll be done. No, it's like, how about now we live through this cross, which always brings about a resurrection and, and brings about light. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the Lord, again, he knew the day would come. He's walking with us. And I think just even the, recognizing the importance of living in the now, because we can only live in the now. Yeah. Mother Teresa, 
she, her some wise person. Yeah, she St. <laughs> uh, Teresa of Calcutta. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We have only today. Yeah. Let us begin. I, I love that quote. I've That's got awesome. it. I've actually got it on my wall. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. The past doesn't exist anymore. The future ha- is not here. God exists now. So no matter what the situation is, now's the time to encounter God and be and be his light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I guess just a couple of practical points then to, to wrap up for today, just recognizing that the Lord knew this day would come and he's walking with us. And so, uh, like Christ said, you know, am I to say, Father, deliver me from this hour? No, may your name be glorified. So regardless of the circumstances to kind of try to work against the broken inclination to just kind of complain um, and to see an opportunity to live in communion with Christ. And so kind of getting rid of the complaining, offer up whatever difficulties you have. But then as well, just uh, seeing this opportunity to ultimately show the nations who Christ is. So having the light of Christ uh, shine through us. Uh, And so may the Lord be with you all. Uh, May he give you strength for whatever hardships you are enduring and know that uh, Christ will see you through it all. May God bless you all. 